0: The government is making an initial $50 million available as immediate relief for businesses and workers hit by Cyclone Gabrielle. Another $250 million will be funneled to Waka Kotahi to repair crucial roading networks. The Prime Minister, Chris Hipkins, says today's support package was just the beginning.
1: While the full impacts of the cyclone continue to be assessed, it's clear that the damage is significant and on a scale not seen in New Zealand for at least a generation. The required investment to reconnect our communities and future-proof our nation's infrastructure is going to be significant and it will require hard decisions and a whole-of-government approach. We won't shy away from those hard decisions and we're working on a suite of measures to support New Zealanders by building back better, building back safer and building back smarter.
0: Ministers today have also agreed to extend the national state of emergency for another seven days. Well, joining us now is the newly appointed Cyclone Recovery Minister, Grant Robertson. Tēnā Minister.
1: Kia ora, Lisa.
0: How much of that $50 million will go to, I suppose, wages, wage subsidies?
1: Yeah, look, I can't say that right now. What we'll do over the course of the next few days is work across local communities, local business associations, uh, iwi, local government, to make sure we're getting that to where it's needed right now. Certainly some of it with the you know, people I spoke to when I was in the Hook's Bay yesterday, some of that is about enabling their business just to survive for the next little while, to support the people who do work for them. Um, some of it will be about clearing out um, getting access to the facilities that they need to get to. What this is about is just dealing with that very, very immediate need, and as I said earlier today at the, at the Prime Minister's press conference, this is like the other disasters that New Zealand's faced. It's a rolling mall. There'll be more announcements, but we still have to scope out the scale of what is needed. That's what happens over the next week or so.
0: I understand it might be a bit hard to give specifics, but already we're getting messages saying, is this going to filter down to the workers? So suppose on what I'm asking is about your intent, what you intend this money to assist with. Do you anticipate it will go in some way to workers' wages to ensure they remain employed?
1: That may be the case in some situations and for some businesses, but there is, you know, there are a variety of different circumstances that are out there, and also there's a variety of different needs. Now, for example, when we ran, you know, earlier schemes during COVID and so on, we were trying to keep people in the particular job they were in. In the situation we've got here, there is other work that needs to be done, and as part of the response and part of the recovery, so we've got to be nimble and flexible. But this is very much about those businesses being able to get through the next few weeks, enable them to be able to make good decisions, which includes keeping their staff on, uh, but it will be different for different businesses. That'll be dealt with on the ground, where it's best dealt with. We'll have agencies such as the Ministry of Primary Industries and, and MB involved, but we'll also be led by what we know from talking to businesses on the
0: ground. So Minister, are you kind of suggesting there, for an example, some forestry workers have said there, have been told there's no work at the moment. So are you suggesting that maybe they could be employed like Force Green or on cleanup, are you suggesting that you could filter workers into those areas?
1: We're certainly interested in in being able to make sure that we get the people who need to be on the ground doing the immediate response work. Um, And so yeah we're we're interested in how we can make that work Um, There's been conversations I know over the course of the weekend locally and then working with various ministers and ministries about how we can support to make sure the right people are in the right place doing the work we need. In addition to that um, we've got um, what we need in terms of immigration. There are going to be people that we want to try and bring into New Zealand as well. And so Minister of Immigration will have more to say about that in the coming days.
0: Okay, I want to ask you about that too. But before then, will you commit to some kind of wage subsidy scheme for this disaster?
1: I'm committing to make sure we do what needs to be done in this disaster. We're still assessing the, the extent of the need for that. What you've seen today is a, very, a first interim step to be able to deal with the immediate needs that businesses have So got. the
0: door's still open then? Because as if you're committing to doing comes to everything hand, needed. We will
1: make decisions as we go.
0: Yeah. Your initial thoughts, given you're the recovery minister, and I know you've been in the job, what, you know, a nanosecond, but are you anticipating that you will have to bring construction workers and road workers in so that we've got enough people? People to do the work that is required?
1: I think it's certain that we will need to bring some workers in. Um, you know, this is a massive rebuild um, and recovery phase that we will be going into. We do so in a very tight global labour market. It's important to note that, you know, across the world there are labour shortages, but clearly that will be part of the picture. So we've got redeployment that we can look at inside New Zealand and we can also look at who we can get from mm-hmm.
0: outside. And will you be trying to make it easy for them to get here, easier?
1: That's the work that the Minister of Immigration has got underway at the moment. I'm not going to preempt that, but he'll have more to say about that in the coming days.
0: Roads. You indicated um, when you made your statement this afternoon that potentially some of them shouldn't be rebuilt. Have you got any, any in particular in mind?
1: No, I don't. The point that we were making is that the funding that's been put out today, the $250 million, is to make sure we get those lifeline roads open, we get isolated communities connected, we make sure that supply chain routes are available. The next piece of work is to look at the border roading network and the long-term rebuild. That's where some of the big big bills come in here, you know, because there is significant rebuilding. I think it's about 400 um, kilometres of state highway that we're having to relook at right now. That doesn't mean that, you know, those roads will be closed for a long time, closed at all. But we do have to make sensible decisions about where we build bridges and where we build roads into the future. You'll imagine, Lisa, that's not decisions we can make straight away right now.
0: You described it as rolling more, more money to come. Can you tell us when the next instalment will be announced?
1: This will be a continual process. The Prime Minister announced today that he's establishing a Cabinet committee, which he's asked me to chair so that we've got a regular decision point on that and as has been done in previous disasters. The Government will make sure we support people. There are usually three phases to these things. We're still in the response phase. Um, We move to the recovery and then we move to the rebuild. At each of those stages, the Government will be there to contribute, work alongside local communities. We very much want our response to be driven by the needs of local communities and that's why the Prime Minister is uh, appointing regional lead ministers. They've all been asked to come back, talk, talk to their community and then come back within a week with the needs that they've got. So you can expect to see more announcements over the coming weeks.
0: Appreciate your time. That is the newly appointed Cyclone Recovery Minister, Grant Robertson, who is also the Minister of Finance.